Hi, it's Jim. We usually record a podcast every Monday morning. We do it because it's fun for us, and hopefully you listen because it's fun for you too. And hopefully we can make you laugh a little bit. Now, I don't know if you've heard this, but we are in the middle of a global pandemic. As if you couldn't tell by the terrible recording quality for the last month and a half. It's easy to joke about, but I do not want to belittle the importance of listening to the advice of the peer-reviewed scientific community. So, wash your hands, stay socially distant, and, my personal advice, stay away from the constant news cycle. Which leads to another important issue. Mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Frank and I have decided to take a week off from recording. With that said, check on your loved ones. Check on yourself. Don't be guilted by those push-up challenges and people cooking elaborate meals on Instagram and social media. If your way of dealing with this is sitting in bed with a box of double-stuffed Oreos, then feel free to do it, whatever gets you through. This week, we'll bring you an episode from our back catalog. I selected this episode because we are just past the halfway point to one of my favorite holidays, Halloween. A little background on this episode. We recorded four episodes early in October of 2019 to be broadcast later in the month because I was going on my honeymoon to Japan. If you want to hear a dazed, confused, and extremely jet lag recap of my trip, Go check out our episode detailing, quotation marks, my trip. I was so out of it. Jet lag is real, people. It's real. Also, we were about six months into this podcasting thing. And I think September 2019 is when we really started to figure out what we wanted to do. We had a lot of fun doing this episode, and it is one of my personal favorites. So, without further ado... This is this week's episode. It originally aired on October 28th of 2019. This is our play-by-play review of 1985's blood-sucking, demon-infested, robot horse, inexplicable, exposed nipple, spooky-ass classic, Vampire Hunter D. So enjoy. And remember, do your best. Or the Japanese phrase, Ganbate. Can I listen? This is my grave. Can I listen? The D on my grave. Can I listen? For Dracula. The D on the grave stands for Dracula. Guess what the D's for, huh? It stands for Dracula. Welcome to my castle. Don't be scared, that is just my pet. He is a wolf. There he is again. Shut up, Fido. This is Nutako, where we talk things anime oh, and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. And you and you. These cats, these stray cats are running around the entire neighborhood. Welcome to Philadelphia, the land of stray cats. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NudakuCast. Or email us questions and requests 
at mutaku2019 at gmail.com That's a ghost too. We have ghosts in this castle. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I am Count Dracul. Also, Jim. I'm Frank. I'm not going to do an accent because last time I tried to do something like that, it sounded like a Jamaican vampire. So, Jaman. <laughs> Jaman. All right. Take, all right. This all right. spooky sounds. You got to. Hey, hey, ghosts, go away for a minute. Welcome. Today's our. Uh, hey. <laughs> today's our spooky episode. You couldn't tell. I'm already scared. Oh, my God. It's so scary. I'm scared every day of my life. Really. Oh, my God. Yes. I, know. I agree. <laughs> well, right. as we said, welcome. This is our review. Our spooky episode 2019, just in time for Halloween week, we are reviewing the 1985 film Vampire Hunter D. Frank, how old were you in 1985? Uh, I was negative five. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's magical. So this was a fun experience for me. I got to see what it was like back in the day. (laughs) When things were hand-drawn. Hand-drawn. and uh, Like electricity was discovered 10 years before this in my head. (laughs) So this was like a fun. It was a fun thing. It was an ability for me to go back and experience. You want to dive right into this? Sure. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready too. Okay. All right. Now, Vampire Hunter D, 1985 film streaming on High Dive. Quick note, and I mentioned this to Frank, Mm -hmm. if you have High Dive... And High Dive has a home video version of something. It's uncensored. Ooh. So you get a boob. You get some boobies sometimes. And, a, and an inexplicable boob, too, as we'll get to. The film is 80 minutes long. The source is a novel by Hideyuki Kikuchi. Studios were Aijia Do and Ashai Productions. The director was the late Toyo Ashida, who did the Fist of the North Star series. He worked with Akira Toriyama, which you can see in his character design on the show. The Janja, Janjas? John, Janga, Ganjas. The Ganja, that's that, That's that Jamaican vampire coming back. The genres are action, horror, sci-fi, supernatural, and vampire vampires. How about our synopsis from the internet? Ready for this? I'm ready for it. Fire away. It's spooky. Don't get too scared. Okay. 10,000 years in the future, the world has become a very different place. Monsters roam the land freely, and people, although equipped with high-tech weapons and cybernetic horses, live a humble life more suited to centuries past. The story focuses on a small hamlet plagued by monster attacks, and living under the shadow of rule by Count Magnus Lee, a powerful vampire lord who has ruled the land for thousands of years. When a young girl is bitten by the Count and chosen as his current plaything, she seeks out help of a quiet, wandering stranger named D. It so happens that D is one of the world's best vampire hunters, and he takes it upon himself to cut through Magnus Lee's many minions and put an end to the Count's rule. <laughs> Frank, let's give you some. Let's get some first thoughts from you. First thoughts. All right. So, <clears throat> when you first start watching this movie, there is heavy synth. Which is, oh yeah, which is, eighty-five. Which is personally my favorite thing about horror movies in the eighties. I guess eighties movies in general. Maybe even the eighties. I wasn't around for it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's a lot of synths just like in stores and stuff. But yeah, immediately I was like, oh, okay, there's the synth. This is definitely a horror movie in the eighties. Um, and 
oddly enough, there's like almost no dialogue for the first like 10 minutes. No, there isn't. So he's a very quiet warrior. He's very quiet. Stoic. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's definitely like a spooky nightmare, original nightmare on Elm street theme mm-hmm. going on. Um, you want to dive right into it? Yeah. We'll go play by play for this. Let's go play. Let's by give it a run down. Okay. So it says it takes place on earth, but, um, there's definitely two moons in this. They show the sky and it has two moons. And I've looked up a couple times. I only see one moon. Unless another moon came during the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And then we have two moons now. That was right after the, the laser guns. So the laser <laughs> guns came and then the second moon came after that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That right? would be- <laughs> uh, I mean, if there's, I'm not going to pick too much. There are vampires. There there's are no vampires, vampires in Earth now either. There's no- <laughs> or is there? Just- oh, cool. Oh, it's me. <laughs> All right, so we have a world of demons and mutants and inexplicable monsters. It starts on a farm, and we meet Doris. He doesn't wear much clothing. No. Yeah. And she's killing a demon with her laser rifle. Yeah. So do you think then in this world, like this is like these f- poor farmers, they have this, these, they get attacked by mutants all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like werewolves and stuff like that, so they need to do this. That's kind of what it establishes immediately. It's right. a horrible world to live in. Yeah, it's a terrible world. Terrible world. Yes. Mm. The future sucks. <laughs> yes, Okay, it does. so she kills this demon, and she's like, oh, good job, uh, Luke the horse. And then Luke the horse gets bitten by the demon. Yeah. Which the demon was eating, like, apples of a tree, but I guess it's an omnivore. Right. Yeah, the know. demon seemed fine, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just like... Just hanging out. Yeah, it seemed like looked a, like a like a dinosaur. Of some especially sort. in this world, there's got to be demons that are just like, oh, you just don't mess with that demon. Yeah, he's it's chill. like an animal. Yeah, he's like, just a chill demon. <laughs> he's a chill. It's demon. Like a hedgehog demon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just leave him alone. But then a werewolf eats the horse. Yeah. That's and cool. there's a lot of blood squirting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> now you know it's serious. That's Not why. serious business. Now, yet. now the movie is like, whoa, here yeah. we go. And then boom, a vampire appears. His eyes are glowing. He opens his cape, and there we go. We get our introduction to yeah, the vampire world. That is. Yeah. He's got a shield, right, if I remember correctly? Does Doesn't he have, like, an orb thing? She, like, fires at him. Oh, yeah, he's just got powers. He's got powers. He's got vampire powers, which they explain by just saying he's old. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then the next scene, we get a sexy-ass D on his robo-horse yeah, riding into town. The robo-horse. Yeah. Uh, Doris has been the, given the kiss of the noble. And she attacks D to test out his powers. And then she asks for him to kill the vampire responsible for her kiss. Do you think that, so this was one of the most interesting aspects of this world to me is that they have regular horses, right? Yeah. That's established right in the beginning. Yeah. Like, but even that horse, like kind of looked like a robot. So they're just robots, I guess. Half horse, half robot. This is half robot. Yeah, I'm curious because it's like I, I don't know that that was one of the most fascinating things the whole time. I'm like, I know I thought the, the same thing. With the horses I, until I read this synopsis because watching it, I watched this a bunch, but mm-hmm. I was just assuming that they were like some kind of hybrid bull horse thing because okay. his horse has horns, right? And it may be robotic, but they say cy- cybernetic horses, right? One of the characters at one point like remarks about his model for us. They're like, Oh, you got the, Oh, you got this DX 25, uh, cyber horse. Great. Ah, cool. Yeah. All right. Go on. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. I like, I like this. This is diving deep into this 80 minute movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So she, Doris hires D to hunt the vampire responsible, but her payment, she don't have much. Mm-hmm. So she's giving him three hots and a cot plus sex. <laughs> 
That's just like, how you can use my body. Yeah. You know how to how what way you want in any way you yeah. want. And D D is they don't like to give up the day. In nah, movie. nah, no, he ain't into it. All right, so we meet the brother Dan. He's out shooting red mist, eating their sheep. Yeah, this red mist comes back a couple of times. Which is another monster. Yeah, red mist. Red mists. It sucks. Uh, their future ranch has like laser defenses and ultraviolet lights to right. keep away the demons and the vampires. Uh, we get introduced to a bunch of characters as they go into town. We get Dan, who I just mentioned, the brother mm-hmm. who looks like a combo of like Goku and Bat from Fist of the Gordon North Star. So it's obvious that this guy worked for Akira Toriyama. Yeah. <laughs> we get Dr. Faringo, who's the doctor treating Doris. He's a kind of another classic sort of character. Yeah, like I guess he's Van Helsing. I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we get Greco, <laughs> who's the creepy son of the mayor. Yes. That's my favorite like archetype of like the, oh, yeah, I can do whatever I dick. want. Yeah. He tries to put the moves on Doris. Doris rejects him. And then he like doxes her and tells the whole town that she has been bitten by the vampire. So now the whole town won't sell her any goods. No. You Poor don't want, Doris. You don't want to deal with no. that. The mayor wants to send Doris off to a concentration camp. Jeez. That's <laughs> right? I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. When, you, yeah. when you put it like that. Yeah. But the doctor says, no, you can't do that because thousands of years ago, uh, a vampire had his love sent to a concentration camp and he killed everyone. No. Do you no. remember that part? <laughs> I do remember that part. So Doris so, says she'll commit suicide if D does not succeed <laughs> in his mission. Which is really a great way to get anybody to do anything. Yeah, like, yo, listen, yeah. if you don't do this, I'm going to kill myself. Or they're going to send me to the concentration camp. Right. So uh, uh, you can have sex with me or you cannot do the job. So yeah. all the cards are in her. Or She's got hand. them all. She's got them all. Full house, baby. Poor D. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so night falls. And then we get a flying tomato that flies into the electric fence with tentacles. The shitty future defense. I'm not a big fan of that either. What, the, the fences the, or the t- flying tomatoes? Like <laughs> dystopian, like shitty dystopian futures where the technology is also... It just looks ugly. It's just like ragged. Yeah. Cyberpunk, man. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, here's an electric fence, but it, it looks worse than our electric fences. I yeah. It's know. like a, got prongs. Yeah. And, no, thank you. No, I'm good. I need the beauty. Yes. The beauty of the future. Sleek lines. Yes. Yes. Streamlined. <laughs> what, yeah. Exactly. Uh, unitards, uh, flying cars. Oh, uh, that's what I'm about. Yes. Uh, We're going to get Jetsons. A I want dystopian the Jetsons. future. Yeah. The Jetsons. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or, you know, the Matrix. We're all light bulbs. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay with that. Give me that. So D is talking to someone in the living room, but you don't see who it is. And he's got a creepy voice. <laughs> <laughs> so we found out Count. We find out about Count Lee that he's 5,000 to 10,000 years old. Yeah, there's no exact. Yeah. It's 5 to That's 10. That's a big swath That's of time. That's a huge swath of time. Uh, and that because he's old, he's very powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they kind of establish, I guess, the older you are, the more power you have. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, we get introduced to a couple. A couple people show up at the house. It's D, of course, senses him because he's all powerful. Um, That one character's name is Ray Ginsai, who's a human that's just Ziggy Stardust. Wait, really? You don't see that? No, I don't. Ziggy Stardust, you don't see, see that? Yeah, look Hold him up. On. Now I got to look it up. Keep going. That's okay. So he shows up and knocks down the, the crosses. So Larmika, the Count's daughter, oh, wait, never waltz mind. in to I take know, Doris. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So now you know who it is. Now I got it. Yeah. Well, trust me, I'm not going to be calling him <laughs> Ray Ginsai for the rest. So if I say Ziggy Stardust, you know what I'm talking about. So you can waltz in and take Doris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larmika hates humans and considers herself a purebred vampire and wants nothing to do with Doris. And Ugh. Yes. Look, I can't believe my father would agree to marry you, which we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, so they explained that Ziggy, like Ziggy Stardust is in a sword fight with D, and then Ziggy Stardust can control a boomerang. But he's not very good at it because D's just like sending it back to right. him. <laughs> he just kind of throws it. Yeah. And then it zigzags D, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, it just zigzags and then it just kind of does its thing. It comes right. back. Yeah, it's not So really. it stabs into Ziggy and then it ends up going through D instead. And D says, you're a mutant who can, I've heard about you, that can warp space and time. And you're just like, and he's like, ha ha, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you're like, okay, I he guess seems, that's a thing. He seems to have a very cool power that would you would think would be like overpower. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, warp time and space. And you're like, holy shit. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty big. And uh, he, he uses it once. <laughs> that's it. <Yeah. laughs> to do this like parlor trick, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, wow, I've heard tales of you and your power. Yeah, he's like, you can warp time and space. And he reaches every day and pulls a quarter out of his ear. He's like, <laughs> he's like how did this get here? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so after a quick battle, D fights them off, uh, and Larmika hits us with a <laughs> comical laugh, mm. and she leaves. And that's when we find out from that D is a dumb fear, which is a human vampire hybrid. So, which when I heard this word, I actually had to go back because I wasn't too like, Wait, sure did say if vampire I was like, or yeah. vampire or the dumpia, or were we just saying vampire like vampire, yeah. <laughs> So after all this goes down, the sun comes up. We don't see the sun come up, but the next day just says the hell with this jumps and jumps his robo horse off a 50 foot cliff and charges right at the castle. So we like dive right into the action. It's like build up action. And then he's just kicking a crap out of everybody. Mm -hmm. So he gets attacked by a purple Pagliacci clown with blades and flying squirrel wings. Mm Mm-hmm. And then a fireball throwing giant named Gollum. Gollum. Who we know is called Gollum because he screams it constantly. That's all he can do. That's all he does. Gollum. Gollum. Very spooky. So he gets away from him and he ends up in this like crazy weird demon tunnel. Yeah. That's accurate description. Yeah. Yeah, It's a demon tunnel. tunnel. Yeah. There's just crap falling from the ceilings, maggots. There's some weird looking, like poorly drawn dude that's just like. (laughs) Just looks like a guy that lives underneath the L on heroin. What a shitty way, like place to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're That's, like, this, this is my castle. This is uh, the demon tunnel that you had to go through in order to get to the kitchen. Right. Just ignore like these maggots and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Don't mind him. I, I'll feed him in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then D like just busts out this gem. He has. There's all these kinds of like toys in this movie yeah. that don't they don't really explain any of them no he busts this gem out and the demons start melting and falling apart and he's stepping on them it's very gory and uh then we get the wolf phantoms the one wolf phantom comes out and he just like shows up wolf phantom you don't remember no i don't remember <laughs> just i just watched this. this literally yesterday <laughs> so like he's walking down the hallway and there's statues <laughs> of like monsters and then one's eye lights up and then this oh, okay. thing comes yeah, out he I takes remember. a swipe at it and then it bites him and he's like <laughs> and then it's a phantom so his way to deal with it is just run up to the wall and punch the living crap out of it until it falls down and he busts in and who's behind the wall but ziggy stardust is there and a floating witch with candles. <laughs> and she's just like, ah. yeah. <laughs> damp here, damp here. Uh, they're waiting for him. Ziggy Stardust is like, uh, yeah, I'd like to fight you again, but the Count wants me to 
show you to a place, and boom, trap door opens up. Uh, he falls. He falls. His cape could, tries to reach out because his cape is a cool little Oh, tool yeah. Too. He's got like a Doctor Strange cape. Yes, that can another, do stuff. And yeah. holds on, grasps her dear life. Yeah. And, then, and a pretty well animated thing yeah. where the dagger, the, his boomerang comes in and cuts the hole out yeah, and he falls. And he falls, yeah. and he falls for, I don't know, 20 stories. Yeah, it seems. He ends up in the ruins of the planet's old civilization, which is basically, it's just basically, oh, the disembodied voice is telling him this. Right. Have we gotten the reveal at this point? What the disembodied uh, voice is? No, I think he's outside and of the castle. He puts doors to sleep figure. is when you first see it. Yes. The, <laughs> we reveal it? <laughs> Let's get to it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm assuming some yeah. people might have already seen it, so no, yeah. we're getting to it. All right. So D falls forever. He lands. He's in this in the uh, old ruins of the civilization, which is just a pile of skeletons. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. So then we get to one of my favorite scenes when he just comes up in this pool of water with hair sticking out of it, and then these sexy babe faces show up. Mm. And they're the midwitch Medusas. Look out! They're snake ladies. <laughs> they're like the legendary midwitch. That's Medusa. they say. We are yeah. the legendary midwitch Medusas, of which I've never heard of. I love that. See, this is my, like another favorite part of this movie is that this world is built upon all this like lore and backstory and like, oh yeah, I've heard of you and I have. I'm like, okay. I have no idea. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, and I, I know some, what Dracula and a werewolf is. I don't know what this flying tomato is. That they fight for five seconds and you're like, oh okay, yeah, all right, bye. <laughs> So they're going to suck D dry. They're going to suck that D dry of life force. Suck that D dry. But back on the Ziggy, back on the farm, Ziggy, Dar- Ziggy Sardust, Purple Pagliacci, Gollum, and the newest addition to the crew, the spider back dude. Right, yeah. Tell Doris to come with them or they're gonna, the monsters will eat the doctor. This is like the third time, too. They're like rolling back, right? Oh, they're always going they're back. Always- they're always losing her and going back. Yeah. So she goes to save the doctor, who does get a face full of spiders and just goes. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes, and we have Count Lee teasing Doris about D getting his D getting sucked dry by the Medusa, and then Lee puts Doris to sleep. Right. Okay. So she's sleeping. Uh, The Medusa are in full orgasm mode when D busts out that big D damn fear energy. And bites those Medusas in half. Yeah. That's they, a good scene. They even note at one point where they were like, oh, his, Look, what is it? It's like his spirit is overwhelming no, us. No, no, we're so going like, to get lost in it. <laughs> They're just like <laughs> slowly licking with pointy tongues. <laughs> that's a pretty good scene. I like that yeah. too. But uh, th- that's the first time I think that he like uses his, like his power, his, right? It's not yeah, his, like, his damn fear it's party. His, like, yeah. yeah, he turns blue and just goes, <laughs> and bites the crap out of them. And you're like, whoa. And then the disembodied voice says, oh, you can't resist your power, your ancestry, can you? <laughs> and he just says, shut up. He's like, shut up, you. You. <laughs> you voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we get to Larmika, who's had enough of Doris. And she's going to kill her. She shows up in her bedroom. She's going to kill her. But D shows up, <laughs> comes in running fast, grabs her. I think he slaps the shit out of yeah, Larmika, right, yeah. and he heads out of the castle. Now, this is just like crazy, this scene, because it's like five minutes, but it's like everything's going on. Yeah. Uh, Purple Pagliacci shows up. He gets cut. By, goes, yeah. by D. By D, yeah. And he goes, yeah. and flies away. Uh, spider back guy shows up, throws some spiders at him, and then I think this is the big reveal of D, the disembodied voice, is when we see the hand 
Yeah. I so D's right. got a hand, a full, a, like sentient face on his hand. Yeah, which is now established that it's yeah, something. It's, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's like his partner. It's I his guess. partner in crime. Yeah, they don't really like. So he opens up his mouth and he sucks in the spiders and chews them up. <laughs> Which I okay, Which, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. really think it actually does anything beyond that. You're like, oh wow, like here we go. He's gonna like shoot a laser out of his mouth or something. Yeah, like, the, it's like the, the face doesn't have a name. I just think of it as like face hand. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, and uh, then he D just cuts the spider guy in half. It's like splits down the middle and opens up like lunch meat. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if that's picking up, but I think I nailed the sound. Yeah, that sounds like a. There's a. There's a lot of a really gurgling. cool sound. Some gurgling. Lots of gurgling. Some gurgling. Yeah. So now ghosts attack D. But as he's running, the ghosts are attacking him, and he cuts this like demon who's just chilling there yeah. in half. And the witch is inside. She goes, Aah! and she turns into a pile of mush. She's dead. This this whole like scene, like this five minutes, it made it seem like a video game to me. This was like the minute I was like, wow, this is like just some too much shit going on at once. <laughs> totally. Like it's like <laughs> he's just like fighting these dudes. There's no real reason for it. He's just like slaying them and then running past. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So he's outside and then Gollum <laughs> is next. He's coming. He, he grabs D's leg. <laughs> Gollum. He, uh, D cuts his hand and cuts the drawbridge, so the drawbridge falls down. He's screaming, Gollum, the whole time. Then Gollum falls on his own bum. It blows up, but that wasn't enough, so D comes back and cuts his head. <laughs> I love how he had a bomb, too, because he just... Oh, like, yeah, he had these bombs. He just got the bomb. They were just showing just, up. It just falls. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Batuji lands on top of it. Of course, Ziggy Stardust shows up like, what's going on? Right. We see Purple, Purple Pagliacci he flies off into the forest after D. Ziggy Stardust chases after, and then he hears the trees rustling and throws his boomerang. And once again, being bad at a boomerang, he kills Purple Pagliacci, whose name was Gimlet. <laughs> <laughs> like the cocktail? Yeah, he just <laughs> kills him. And he's he just kills like, Gimlet. Oh, man, I fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> so Ziggy, they never fire Ziggy. He's a fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, Ziggy meets with uh, the Count's servant. But he's not supposed land. to be a fuck-up. He's supposed to be... Oh, oh the best... Yeah, he's so legendary powers. Time and space ability. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's terrible. Fuck oh, he does is screw up. <laughs> yeah. So Ziggy Stardust meets up with the Count's servants at the local inn, but Greco, the mayor's son, is listening in through his high-tech listening devices. Yeah, very pervy, by the way. Yes. Because he's like, I Definitely need to go to the... Yeah, yeah, I need to go to the room or whatever. The room. Yeah. The surveillance room. <laughs> Just flips a switch and all these rooms pop up, yeah. So the servants give Ziggy the time-bewitching sensor to defeat D, which we don't know what that is. Mm-mm. No, it's basically a candle on a candle holder. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we cut back to the farm. Dan is chasing a demon <laughs> and is kidnapped by Mr. Stardust mm-hmm. to lure D into battle. That's where we are. Okay. So, so Ziggy busts out the. So okay, so they get in the battle. Uh, you know he's he's got it's a comically ridiculous like mesas high up in the air, rock formations, the little kids up there. Ziggy says to him, he's like, uh, "Don't worry, kid. Uh, once this is all over, I'll take you down." And he's like, "Help me!" And then Ziggy just starts going. <laughs> it's like he's real chill, and then all of a sudden he's yeah, psychotic, he's freaking the fuck out. So the fight breaks out. 
lot of boomerang throwing and swords. And then Ziggy pulls out the sensor, but it won't light. So D cuts his hand off. Yeah. And he just squeals, which is a pretty good scene because he, he says to him, he's like, he, he's basically like, oh, I'm going to spare your life. And Ziggy looks at it, says to him, he's like, well, you would like, don't act like you know what this feels like <laughs> <laughs> while he's holding onto his stump. Okay, so meanwhile, back at the farm, because we really only have two locations in this show. Yeah, there's the, the farm and the castle. And the castle. One, and twice they go to the town. Right, yeah. yeah. So meanwhile, we got uh, Dr. Fergino, not Ferrigno. He takes Doris away. He meets up with Doris at the farm, and he says, uh, I found a place that's safe from vampires. There's runes are protective of vampires. So they, <laughs> so they, hop, they hop in a... Uh, in a carriage and they're heading up the mountain and oh crap do- the doctor's a vampire yeah spoiler alert yeah he, he's a, he's a vampire and he not only the vampire he is a sexual predator as well <laughs> the old one two combo yes the vampire <laughs> sexual predator he's like yeah you're so beautiful and i can't wait to lick your <laughs> and then he tears her shirt and we get a full boob yes with a very red nipple there's uh, like this blood is, red nipple yeah it's a little intense. Yes. A little bit. But mystically, the shirt just fixes in the next yeah. scene, so it doesn't really matter. It's like it almost ha- didn't happen. Probably a time and space ability. It's thing. probably what it, it is. He like, warped yeah, time he and warped. space. Someone warped time and space at some point. Got that shirt back on. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> oh, man. So the doctor's gloating. He gets a little too big for his britches, and uh, Larmika shows up because she's trying to take Doris back, even mm-hmm. though she hates her. And he's talking about, I'm going to get some of that blood. I'm going to get some of that She's so beautiful. I want to get some. And Larmika just goes, you know what? And stakes him in the heart. <laughs> the doctor acts like he didn't do anything wrong. Goes, Doris. Uh, falls off the cliff and hits every single rock. <laughs> on the way down. Uh, he hits everyone. There's explosions of blood. Even though there, it's just, there's no red. You can nah, see splattering like, going. Yeah. But after this all happens, suddenly we get another light. A light appears. It's Greco. And he's got the real time bewitching sensor, which he stole. He mm-hmm. screwed over Ziggy Stardust. Unbelievable. I can't believe he did that. I know. I'm taking off my jacket, by the way. It's Go too ahead. hot in here. It's vampire talk. So the time bewitching, we finally figure out what the time bewitching sensor does. It paralyzes these vampires. So Larmika is paralyzed. He's like gloating over and saying, beautiful. She, she, she looks so beautiful that she's paralyzed. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, what will I do with you? I'm going to do some. Ooh, Doris, do you like this light? And Doris, because she was bitten by vampires, a little put off by the light. She's like, get it away from me. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Boom. He gets shot in the face. Dan. Shows up with D. Is he with D? Or yeah, is he he's by with himself? D, Okay, he's sure. with D, and he shoots Greco. Mm-hmm. Now Greco gets the doctor treatment and hits every rock on the way down right. in overkill <laughs> fashion. So they end up sparing Larmika, even though she's a filthy racist against humans. Mm, yeah. And then D, we get D, the first hint. We hear D say that they're at they have a common ancient ancestor. And you're like, hmm. if you couldn't see where the D name was coming oh. from. Oh. So she goes back. They're back on the farm again. It's time for Doris to take a shower. <laughs> so Doris is taking a shower. We get a full nude scene. Uh, oh, yeah. Home video. Yeah. H- the go. HV version. Oh, HV. Yeah. Uh, Doris proposes that she and D run away and live together because she's starting to fall for, for D. Makes sense. It's only been about a day. Yeah. Yeah. So she's all wet. 
and pretty much to 90% nude. Mm-hmm. She's in a robe, but it's all exposed. She's hugging D, and D gets thirsty for that blood. <laughs> in this scene, if you did not know what was going on, it definitely looks like oral sex. You think so? <laughs> yes. I got to pull this up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. and she's right at his waist level. Yeah. Complete with the orgasm. The vampire transformation started is like he's coming. <laughs> For lack of a better term, he's coming. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, kids. But he pushes her away and he says, no, we can't have this. Cause no. Because he, he wants to bite her. He, yeah, he's, yeah like he's got the temptation. A noble. I was going to try and look it up. It's no, not it's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Doris is offering up her blood to him and he's like, no, you know, I can't do that. I'm too good. Yeah, he's a really good guy. We've established that several times. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't not really. They no. guys just fighting people. Yeah. But then we get another lesson in Ziggy Stardust that he will never give up and never surrender. He's back with the time bewitching sensor. Here we go with one hand. This time, is D he... is screwed. Yes, this and he D catches a stake in the heart, and Ziggy Stardust chops D's hand off as payback. Which hand was it? Hand, hand face face hand <laughs> his left hand yeah oh no <laughs> so now he's dead now he's dead yeah we still i think we still have 25 minutes left in the movie oh maybe he's not <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile back at the castle because we're at this two locations yeah uh count lee is getting married to doris because he's bored he confesses he's just bored he wants to get married he tells larmika that she is also the daughter of a human and she is so I think she takes a swipe at him at this point. Yes. Yeah. She is not happy that she is a half-breed. Yes. Half-breed. That's all I ever heard. I don't know what that is. That's Cher. Oh, okay. okay. Is that an 80s thing, too? No, it's a 70s thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so Ziggy is back with Doris and asks Lee to fulfill his promise of vampirism. And Lee, being a dick, laughs, calls Ziggy a loser, mm-hmm. and says, oh, maybe in another 50 years. And Ziggy is not, not, he is not happy about this. So this is another weird thing that they don't really explain. I, there's obviously tears to, to being a vampire, but like, I guess, is he supposed to be like bestowing more power on him? And then like, by becoming a vampire, by becoming Ziggy isn't a vampire. At all. I thought he was a no, vampire he's a mutant though. That can so he's warp mutant. space and time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and doesn't really do it all. Yeah, no. So, okay. Okay. That makes more sense to me now. So then he wants to become a vampire. I thought he wanted to become a Lord and he was already a vampire. No, no, no. He's not a vampire. Up. That's why he's like, yeah, you got to wait 50 years. And he's like, I don't want to wait 50 years. Yeah, no. I'll be old. Yeah. I guess mutants probably age the same as humans. Yeah. I'm assuming. I guess 50 I years know. is a long time. No matter what. It's a long time. Yeah. It's better than 10,000. It's true. Yeah. Okay. So we go back to the farm again. And D's hand that was chopped off is the face hand. And it crawls, starts crawling back to reattach itself, which is a pretty good scene. Yeah. It's looking around with the face hand. Uh-huh. It's basically like pretend your hand is crawling. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> but he gets back, he reattaches, and the, the red monster is, the red mist monster is back, and it's eating things. Mm-hmm. So face, face hand gets a little worried. He decides to start eating dirt. Yeah, there's a weird dirt. Dirt munching <laughs> scene. For a little too long, yeah. actually. Yeah, just eating dirt. Did that sound. Right. Gum, 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 gum. Then he starts sucking air, but right. he doesn't suck anything. No. Then he starts punching D in the chest to try to get him to wake up. You would think that at this point when he starts eating dirt, you're like, oh, I'm finally going to understand why this there's hand a needs face to hand. consume things. Like, is it going to uh, give him power? He it doesn't. doesn't. It no. just... 
<laughs> he just eats dirt. Just eats some dirt. He's like, this is this is solution. <laughs> this is, he's like, this is a good shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is that sheep poop? Yeah. Dirt. Let me get it. So D D wakes up just in time, right before the red mist shows up, and slashes the red mist, and it turns into a pile of red poop that falls from the sky. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Good. good D's alive. Mist, yeah. Surprise! D did not die. <gasps> but now for the big moment. It's wedding time. Here we go. Buckle so we, up. Yeah. <laughs> so we get this green faced zombie procession that are humming. Mm-hmm. Dan is in the castle climbing pipes. I guess he went there at some we don't see him getting No, there. you he never really kidnapped? see him. If people just seem to like teleport places. Right. There's no real I'm trying to think, like maybe I missed it, but I watched it twice. No, I think that he just goes there to try to save his sister. Save I'll his save sister. you, Doris. So but he's yeah, there's never any scenes of travel or anything. Right. I guess he just, we're supposed to assume that he just walked there, I guess, and somehow got in. And he's climbing pipes in this like massively large mechanical cavern yeah. with fireflies. Right, because beforehand, it's never like you just think it's kind of a classic spooky castle. But yeah. then this no, is it's this like scene, robot you're spook. like, oh, okay, it looks kind of, yeah. yeah. Future past. <laughs> Future past. <laughs> All these huge, yeah, huge pipes and shit. So Dan's climbing around. He's like, I'm not letting him get my sister. He takes a big old leap of faith, jumps in, tries to take out Lee, and then Lee puts up a force field, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Dan starts falling into yes. this abyss. And you're like, and oh, swoosh. he's dead. Oh, no, Something he's not. Something shows up and saves him. You're thinking, oh, D's there. Nope, he got saved by Ziggy Stardust. What? Stardust and <laughs> the spiders from Mars. And Ziggy's pissed, and he's out for revenge on Count Lee. And he has the sensor, which can paralyze vampires. Yeah, very powerful. But it can't paralyze Count Lee. He's too powerful. Yeah, ten thousand five to 10,000 years will really do that to yeah. <laughs> get that power. That's how long, I guess, yeah. We have to remember that as like a definite gauge of when you become powerful. Five to 10,000 years. It's like you're almost... In it's like what a vampire game. doctor probably tells me. Yes. <laughs> no, you've got about five to 10,000 years yet left. Oh, okay. That's not too. Yeah. That, that seems short. You'll be all powerful in five <laughs> to ten thousand years. <laughs> so, the sensor doesn't work on Lee, and I think Ziggy gets the most brutal death in this film. And there's some pretty brutal, brutal deaths. He gets smashed against every pole in mm-hmm. <laughs> in that thing, and then gets his face crushed by vampire powers telekinetically. Just yeah. Boom, boom, like, yeah, boom. I'm, I'm kind of sick of you. Yeah, he gets that crap kicked out of him, and finally, Ziggy's dead. R.I.P. Yep. Wasted time Wasted warp. Time, time, in, <laughs> That's time what I was going to say. He definitely goes out uh, not like a champion. No, no, like, not like I someone that can warp time and space, <laughs> right. that's for sure. You would think it would be a little bit more of a, a epic battle. Or no, he least, gets a crap yeah, kicked out of him. It's just like, nope. But that makes a good establishment to see how powerful the Count truly uh-huh. is. But you know? D's here now. Oh, shit. D shows up and he throws a dagger right into Lee's eye. And, of course, Lee removes it, and the whole eyeball, stem, everything, goo comes out. He talks about vampires. Uh, D starts talking about vampires being transient guests, mm. which I had to look up what that reference was. It's a reference from the novel that this is based uh, on. Oh, okay. Lee starts kicking the crap out of D, and you're thinking, oh, the hero's going to lose. Right. No, you're not. No. D is blue again. And now you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Here we go. So Lee is now pinned against the wall with a sword through him. Mm-hmm. He looks over his shoulder. There's a big old picture of Dracula. And Lee realizes, oh, crap. 
D is Dracula's kid. What? <laughs> and Lee is dead. Yeah, uh, very anticlimactic. It's <laughs> <laughs> this whole buildup, and then you finally get Lee has full power, and you're like, "Wow, nothing can stop him!" And then they have a fight for about. It's like they ran seconds. out of time. They yeah. were too busy showing shots <laughs> of demons dying on the farm. Yeah, no, he just he's gone. Bye. Yeah. Sorry, Lee, you're dead. Sorry, Lee. Was that five to ten thousand years, huh? They tell Larmika the the daughter to come with him, and uh, Adi does, and Larmika's just like, "Yeah, nah." I'm a half-breed. She just walks into the castle and it collapses on yeah, it. Yeah, ca- castle is falling apart at this point. They escape. I guess it's being held up by Lee. By magic, I by guess. By magic. Lee's magic. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Powers. Right. More powers. <laughs> and the castle is falling apart and it just sinks into the planet. And it closes up. Very, you get a cool cloud and time effect after that. Very neat, neatly done. Yeah. Goodbye, Lee yeah. and his, his house of horrors. Yep. <laughs> D rides off, leaving Doris behind. Love was short-lived. And conclusion, the end. And then we get a really funky 80s ending, mm-hmm. which was pretty awesome. That yeah, was awesome. Maybe yeah. the best part of, of the movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you think about Vampire Hunter Day, 1985's anime? It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those movies that um, I, I saw, you know, if I watched this on TV probably 10, 15 years ago, Especially uh, at my age, which would have been, I don't know, like 15 or something. I would have thought it was super dope. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, oh, man, what is this? Like on Toonami or something? Right. Like I didn't even quite know what it was. I think I first saw it when I was like 15. Okay. And I was blown away. Right, yeah. That's like who it's for. Yeah. And you're like, it's like a secret sort of thing. You're like, I know the writer or the director said he wanted to make, he made this film for like working people, men in particular. That's mm. the way things were. And his whole, I read something where he said like his whole idea behind making something like this was that when you worked really hard all day and you dreaded your day, you can watch something that won't make your dread your day more. Hmm. You can be completely escapist. Okay. That's, I mean, uh, sure. I guess Yeah, that's a, that's a line that you can put there. I will say like, I like the, some of the ideas, especially because they weren't explained at all. So I think this could have been a better as a show. Yeah. And then slowly kind of parsing out some of the information that they just are like, yeah, uh, mutants have magic powers, I guess, or maybe just one. I don't know. You know what I mean? They don't explain anything. I kind of just throw you into the middle of it. They're like, oh, here's some action. Here's some more action. All right. Here's three locations of which one is used. Not barely any. No. Uh, D is obvious. Like he's got to be inspired by the man with no name from spaghetti westerns. Right. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really say much. Doesn't say hardly anything. Mm-mm. Uh, and Count Lee was inspired by Christopher Lee from the Hammer films. This this definitely gets from those old Hammer horror films, the British ones. If you're familiar with them, it definitely has that vibe, like a European vibe. Yeah. yeah. No. And then the synth has a very eighties yes. vibe. Go synth. So I guess would you recommend people watch this? It just for posterity. Okay. It's not great. I mean, it's it means something to me because I watched it when I was so young, but, and I watched it and I laughed while I was watching it. It wasn't like I was like blown away by it. Right. But I remember the first time I watched it, like I was a little creeped out by some of that. Like that was like the pinnacle of animation at the time. Yeah. So now it's kind of like, it's dated. So it doesn't look all that great, but there's still some scenes that are still, you know, that was all hand drawn. It's still pretty cool. It is a little spooky at times. I guess like, yeah, it has a lot to do with 
sort of how you're viewing it and what time in your life you are right. viewing it. It's like there's certain long. scenes that definitely stuck with me as a horror fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demon tunnel stuck with me forever. Uh, the snake ladies, I remember them. Okay. Like yeah. if someone was to say like name three things from from Vampire Hunter D, I would say those two things and probably Ziggy Stardust dying. <laughs> <laughs> the snake ladies for sure. They're probably the one for me visually. That yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and they're kind of skeevy. Yeah, and gross, totally. And it's like yeah, they're like sucking his energy which i guess is it's very sexual it's like sexual um, energy i guess I guess it's like vampires brides and dracula right so that's yeah. immediately what i thought they were when they popped, they popped up now is it ever it's so it is for a fact his son dracula's son he's his offspring it's his offspring we don't okay. know if it's his son or not right i think at least they don't say it yeah i don't think that yeah okay. there's a lot i think there's like five novels Oh, wow. So if you feel like finding out, go right ahead. They're super expensive. I do know that. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I think they're, they're gorgeous, but they're really expensive. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's uh, Vampire Hunter Day. Yeah. I'm glad uh, I'm glad that... Um, You've watched? We watched it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was trying. <laughs> Aren't you glad it was an hour and 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say that I did one of those things where about 40 minutes in, so this I fell asleep, and I paused it. And then I went back and watched the rest of it. So I don't know what that says about that movie. That right. It was an hour yeah. and 20 minutes. And then about 40 minutes in, at about 3 o'clock on a Sunday, I fell asleep. So. <laughs> I mean, the weather was nice. It was a nice nice day for a nap. It was so beautiful. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. It's not so nice to take naps in the, the world of Vampire Hunter D, though. No, 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 definitely it's not. It's tomato demons will get you. <laughs> Everyone sounds like that. Yes. Oh, get out of here. Oh, spider guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Um... I would say, yeah, check it out. I mean, if you got some time to burn and you want to see some history, there you go. It that, does. It definitely doesn't hold out. That is the perfect way to put, yeah. put it. If you have some time to burn and you want to see something unique, <laughs> unique, <laughs> definitely unique. And um, if you want to laugh mm. and just an idea of what where the industry has come since then, sure, yeah. This was mind blowing at the time, though. and it's Vampire Hunter D, which is a pretty well known property. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I would recommend the sequel, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, is awesome. Is that the one that came out like 10 years ago? Like okay, that. yeah. Like early 2000s. Recent, recent yeah. yeah. Mid-2000s. That's the direct, like it's a direct sequel or is it just another uh, It's just another telling. The, oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm into that. I think I did see something like, so that would makes sense. Like I, I would watch something else in this world. Right. I think I'm interested enough in 2000. The, it came out. 2000. Okay. I don't yeah. know when it was streaming in the United States, but it came out in 2000. I think I'm interested enough in the world that I wouldn't write it off entirely. Right. Like that movie, I, I might go out actually and, and see. What vampire hunter deep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. it's so good. Okay. Well, especially with your recommendation, I'll yeah. probably go watch it. Like I wasn't, I was, <laughs> when we were watching this, I never texted you. Well, how good was that? Yeah. Nah. I just kept asking, do you watch it yet? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This must be pretty sweet. I'm getting geared up. That's exactly how that happened on the day that I watched it. All right. Yeah. Do you feel properly spooked now? Oh, yeah. I'm, right. I'm ready for spooky season. All right. And it is. It's coming up. Halloween. Here we go. Hey, happy Hallow's Eve to everybody. Yes. Happy Halloween. Yes. While you're listening to this, I'll be in Japan. Yeah, yeah we recorded this like four, four weeks ago or some shit. <laughs> All right, that's our episode. Uh, and that was Vampire Hunter D. Yes. Yes. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. 
Send us questions and show requests. Our email is newtaku2019 at gmail.com, and we will talk about some on the air. If you want us to watch more spooky stuff, good or bad, definitely send us an, send us an email form. Yes, please do. We love recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to watch some older stuff just because it's hilarious mm-hmm. now. Uh, listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I am Frank. Gambate. Gambate. Watch out for those Medusas. Uh, uh. <laughs>